0: You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We've got a great show for you today. Of course, we'll be going open line, taking your tech calls and questions later on in the hour. We'll hear App of the Week. And uh, being Cybersecurity Month as well, we'll uh, get some uh, tips and tricks uh, regarding that. Uh, and uh, also looking at how you should be protecting your uh, mobile devices uh, as well. Lots of stuff in the tech news uh, this week, uh, Andy. This was kind of an interesting one uh Uh, I tried to talk to Jill Bennett about this morning, (laughs) but it's hard at 6.30 in the morning.
1: Yeah, it's a complicated story.
0: So, uh, you know, obviously in the news right now, Volkswagen, who wishes they weren't in the news, uh, big uh, emissions scandal. Uh, I guess they uh, fixed the tests to uh, make their uh, diesel uh, engine vehicles uh, look more uh, efficient. Um, But this is interesting uh the e u european union is uh is looking into uh energy efficiency test scores on televisions and you know as I was telling Jill this uh morning although not very articulate uh and not in an articulate way. Are you awake now? I'm awake now. I'm awake now. (laughs) Um, I think we're going to see more and more of this. Uh, You know, a lot of these devices, uh, technology devices we're using in our lives, uh, they get tested for different things. Energy efficiency is one of them. And I bet there'll be uh, people looking into some of these test scores a little more diligently. Well, this is happening the case with
1: televisions because the body that regulates the energy efficiency scaling for televisions basically is looking into a couple of the manufacturers because what they found was, and what companies do is they do these tests in the lab and then they submit their results to these bodies. And then these bodies can do their own tests, maybe like an audit here or there, but you're pretty much trying to comply and you have these regulations. What they found, and this is a particular for one manufacturer, as soon as they run their standard test, which is a 10-minute video of just slow motion, fast motion, kind of just replicating what you would have in the home. As soon as this test started, the, the energy dropped from 70 watts to about 39 watts. And they can't under- explain what happened. How does something just you, – you start this test and suddenly it's the, – the energy goes right down. And then you get a great energy rating. But then the test stops and it, it goes right back up. So that's what they're trying to figure out right now. We don't know if there's, if there's any kind of uh, malicious wrongdoing intentionally. Because with the software that these televisions have, but they have to investigate because something doesn't seem right.
0: What do you think? You think that um, they've fixed their software so that it recognizes these types of tests? Well, that's to make what... to make their TVs more efficient that way. You know what's really funny? I and mean, you've gone to like
1: buy a television in a store, and you see them all on the wall. Yeah, and because they're competing with each other. What the manufacturers do, there's a setting in the televisions just for like present presentation mode. Yes. In the stores. So it juices the brightness and color up like big It turns it big time. super high. Yeah. So you look at it and you go, I like that one. And that's really the only way you can differentiate televisions. You're like that one's brighter. I think I like that one. Now it has an energy rating on there. So you think, oh, I get this beautifully bright television and it's going to save me a lot of energy. So you think that that's what the case is, but it's not. And- I think they have to. These manufacturers now have to really explain what's going on with their test scores and why something would drop just like that as soon as you run a test. And now it's suddenly very energy efficient. The test stops and it goes right back up to using a lot
0: of power. It's interesting, and you know, I have to look into it more because I don't know fully how all these tests are done. But in this case here, uh, they're saying that the manufacturer does the test and then submits the score. Yes. I wish I could do that in school. (laughs) I know. Mr. Smith I just finished my math test I got 99%. That's the thing that's is, crazy. well the
1: thing is Mike and this was the same case with Volkswagen is there's so much technology now that goes into these devices that a little bit of code you could write can can alter you know and basically it's like you could recognize that this is a test condition cuz you know what kind of parameters you have to adhere to. Yeah. So you write a little bit of a code in there saying that when recognizes this happens the test yeah. When this happens do this and it's really easy and unless you know now that this happened to Volkswagen, I think all these different regular bodies are going to look into them and start auditing what these manufacturers are are pretty much like presenting as evidence yeah. they're going to go and look at it now with a fine comb to see if there's any discrepancies in how they're doing it but it's
0: it's not easy you think we'll see more of this
1: I think so, yeah, I think this just really is the tip of the iceberg on on what's going on because to get those kind of ratings is 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 very lucrative, yeah that you can say that as part of your marketing yeah. But if it's not true, that's, that's the case. And it comes down to just real world conditions, not lab conditions where they go under these conditions, this happens. Yeah. It's got to be real world, like in a living room. How much energy does my television really take?
0: Well, you know, there are devices out there that you can plug into the wall and then plug your device in that will actually measure how much wattage that that thing is taking. Yeah, it's called uh, kilowatt. Yeah. So uh, I've got those uh, a couple of those little Belkin WeMo yep. um, smart home plugs. You plug it into your plug outlet, and then you plug in your light or whatever you want, electrical device, and uh, through an app on your iPhone or Android phone, it will actually tell you how much energy it really is using, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, great.
1: Yeah, because we have that technology now to manage our energy consumption. We have the ability now to turn the heat off remotely in your house because you're not there. You don't need to keep it warm yeah and you can basically say oh i'm going to be at home in an hour so i'm going to turn the heat on like you know the nest thermostat these are the connected home products that we're getting so we have that ability now and it's great that we can save energy just by using technology but again these manufacturers have to be honest and we don't know like we
0: just don't know right now but i think but we will with these devices i can i picked up those plugs right in my local london drugs Mm -hmm. and uh now i can tell in real in my real, real world mic conditions yes I
1: did that with a couple of lights, just to see, like you know, you you see how many watts it takes, and yeah. just as a curious kind of geeky thing. But uh, yeah, we do have these these devices now, and I think for a lot of people, it's important to just check to see what how much energy your your devices are really using.
0: Did you see this new app they're developing uh, in Canada, actually Calgary, called People? Yes, it's spelled P-E-E-P-L-E. So if you've seen uh, apps like Yelp, where it allows you to rate restaurants and businesses leave, you know, comments. Um, this is designed to rate people like you
1: like, or me. Like, like you would do on Yelp.
0: Yes, which I find horrifying. Um, you have to create a profile for someone uh, and all you need is their cell phone number. If you've got their cell phone number, um, you can then have people start rating this person. So I could create a profile for you because I know your cell number and then uh, people could start rating you. I could rate you. Christina could rate you?
1: It's a matter of five stars. So basically, out of five stars, you can you can put uh, a, a rating. And uh, it broke the internet. When this came out, it broke. Everybody was backlashing. It's so fun to just look at what people say on Twitter when something like this happens because now I was reading a news article, and the whole news article was just a collection of tweets that people have, you know, basically their response to this because you're quantifying people on stars based on your interactions. And... They don't really have any control. You just need their cell number. And
0: they can't take it off.
1: And they can't take it off. So this is supposed to launch in uh, in November. You know what a funny thing is, Mike? This came from someone in Calgary. Yeah. It was with a government grant, a $50,000 government grant they used to create this app. But it's getting a lot of backlash. I don't think it's going to see the light of day. That's crazy.
0: When we come back from the break, we'll be uh, talking about cybersecurity. What you need to do to protect yourself is not just your computers anymore. It's your mobile devices, your tablets, your phones. We'll be talking uh, with Tony over at uh, AVG. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. We'll be going uh, open line a little bit, taking your calls and questions about any tech stuff. Uh, contest this week, Andy.
1: This week we're giving away a Tunico Laptop Backpack. It's a perfect little backpack backpack to carry all your devices, both your smartphone, your tablet, and your laptop in a nice, convenient size, uh, all you have to do to enter is go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. And take a look at a picture over there and make sure you enter and win. And of course, we're going to have contests running each week. So you want to come in every week to see what the newest contest is at getconnectedmedia.com.
0: Security, cybersecurity. It's uh, cybersecurity month, apparently. So uh, we wanted to chat a little bit about it. I think um it's something that we should definitely be concerned about i think a lot of people have become complacent with it Uh, the operating systems over the past few years uh, windows especially has become much more secure they've typically got antivirus and anti-malware built into it but it's still you know something that uh, a lot of people uh should be concerned about because they are getting hacked
1: well and we're seeing more and more people use mobile devices mike so I don't think a lot of people think of antivirus on a tablet or on a smartphone, especially on the Android side, but uh, it's very important to have it, and that's why we're going to be talking to Tony over at AVG about uh, their new lineup of AVG products for both mobile devices and your laptop.
0: On the line, we've got Tony Anscom, He's the ambassador of, ambassador of free products for AVG. Thanks for joining us, Tony.
2: Yeah, good morning, Mike and Andy.
0: How long can you be the ambassador of free products before they find you out? <laughs>
2: I don't know. It's always amusing at the airport, though, um, <laughs> to go through the diplomatic channel.
0: So uh, I love having you on the show. Um, you know, Obviously, security is something that we really need to be concerned about, uh, especially for our, uh, our home uh, and office devices. We're seeing it all the time now, all these stories about uh, these big companies getting hacked, uh, losing customer information, credit card information. Uh, but I think a lot of people have become, I, I think, somewhat complacent when it comes to their own personal stuff.
2: I think that depends on their device. Uh, you know, if we look at our, our, how we treat our PCs, laptops, etc., I think we're, we're all very aware we need antivirus software and security software loaded on them. However, when we run into a phone shop, we run out with a shiny new phone. Um, I don't think it's at the top of our agenda, and we start downloading apps, and we start communicating without too much thought. Uh, I think the same, that same level of education or awareness needs to be in the mobile phone area as well
0: so we're we're actually starting to hear stories now about uh, Android malware, so uh, people running uh, Android phones or tablets could be susceptible to this
2: yeah i mean there' there's been some uh, very interesting ones i mean uh, latterly you had uh, stage fright as well, so actually an issue is uh, the android you know, a, a vulnerability within the operating system that runs on the phones uh, which required you to update certain components uh, new stories like that while uh, are horrible to read because we, you know, none of us want to be vulnerable. Uh, they also do drive a general awareness when something that, that big happens, which is good because people do become more educated and do understand they need to have you know, not only updated operating system, updated applications, uh, but also security software sitting over the top and uh, protecting them from the bad stuff.
1: Tony, one of the things about antivirus software, it's it's one of those things you just can't install and then it, you know, you use it because there's always new viruses being made and and then there's antivirus for those. It's kind of like a a rat race, so to speak. But now you guys are moving towards something called security as a service where you have these automatic updates. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Well, we've we've decided, you know, most products you get, you know, have a year on the end of them. So for example, we've had AVG Antivirus 2012, 2013, 2014, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We've decided to move away from that. We've decided that, one, our developers should be allowed to release things when they finish them, yeah. Um, which means they might finish things in three months, six months, or whatever. Um, but also it means you no longer have to start worrying about, oh, have I got the latest edition? Is it on my machine? Um, we're going to update the machine as and when the software becomes available. So people don't need to worry about that anymore.
0: I know a lot of people that have Macs that uh, just tell me, yeah, I don't worry about antivirus because Macs don't get viruses or malware.
2: Um, well, two things on that. One thing I always say to somebody with a Mac is, uh, do you have a virus on your Mac? And they always go, no. And I always ask them, how do they know? <laughs> <laughs> good point. Um, yeah, uh, but the second thing is, uh, you know, firstly, I will say Apple do a really good job. If, they find, if somebody finds a vulnerability or an issue with their OS, Apple are always quick to respond and, and fix things. Um, but you know, let's define what a virus is. Uh, if I send you an email that's got a link in it that takes you to a web page and that web page tries to fish for your Twitter password or your Facebook password, is that malware? Uh, and in the street, you know, if we think of it as a virus, well, probably not. But anything that's happening to me fraudulently on a machine, whether it's a virus, trojan, worm, or whether it's phishing, to me is malware. Uh, so you actually do need something on the machine, you do need something protecting you from those vulnerabilities, those viruses and worms and all those things, but also from the other things that could attack you and steal your identity or get access to your accounts.
0: I also get um, comments from listeners and, and viewers uh, about antivirus software that uh, they don't really love loading it onto their systems because it slows them down, and you know it inhibits the performance of their machines.
2: That's, I think that obviously there is an overhead. It's a very small overhead. Um, one of the things here at AVG we did a number of years ago, we went out and then purchased a, a company specialised in making machines perform well. And we've built a lot of the technology, underlying technology in that product into our antivirus products. We've learned an awful lot. And actually, if you look at the performance of our antivirus products, it's pretty good. I think a lot of that is legacy. There were, a certain, there were certain products on the market 10 years ago that did slow your machine down significantly, and I think that legacy still exists. Um, yeah, I saw uh, an article published about our new version actually in uh, in a US magazine uh, this week, uh, an online magazine, and they said the scan took one minute to do a full system scan, a whole system scan. Yeah, that's actually pretty fast.
1: That is fast. You it used to be that you would like leave it on overnight.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> and then you would come in the morning and, you and hoped
0: ch- in the morning that nothing went wrong. And you didn't like want finished. to see anything, you're yeah. like,
1: Oh, okay. You know, my my computer's clean. But that's that's super fast. I think I think to your point, Tony, the Antivirus, when it when it first came on the scene in the I guess mid nineties, it did take a lot of your kind of computer power. But now it's just more streamlined and efficient these days, which makes it a good a good solution to have. Just a more preventative solution to avoid half, ever having any kind of antivirus or identity theft problems on your computer.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It shouldn't be a ba- performance concerns shouldn't be a barrier to loading a security product today.
0: Tony, where can people find out more information about AVG?
2: That's very easy from AVG.com.
0: <laughs> and they can uh, download the uh, the software for free for their machines.
2: So we've got free software for PC, Android, and for Mac. Uh, obviously, there's some paid options too. Uh, but I would love to. I, in fact, I would love to self promote us here. Um, we just got a, a great award for our PC product uh, from AV Test this week. Uh, in fact, am from AV Comparatives, AV Test gave us a 100% detection for July and August. And uh, AV Comparatives gave us uh, one of the top marks, Advanced Plus, for malware removal. Very
0: cool. Congratulations.
2: Thank you.
0: That was Tony Anscombe from AVG. You can go to AVG.com and uh, try out some of their software. Uh, want to open up the phone lines. We want to take your tech calls and questions today, so we can be your on-air tech support, or if you want some buying advice here for uh, the fall and holiday season, lots of great gear coming out, uh, we can answer some of those questions for you as well. The phone numbers, if you're phoning anywhere long distance in North America, it's one 399 9898 Again, 1-877-399-9898. If you're phoning here locally, it's 604-280-9898, 604-280-9898. We'd love to hear from you. When we come back, more of your calls. We'll also uh, be hearing App of the Week uh, later on in the program as well. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. We're going to open up the phone lines, taking your tech calls and questions, 604 604- 280-9898, long distance anywhere in North America, 1-877-399-9898, will be your on-air tech support. So Andy, I've learned how dependent on technology I really am. This this is a funny story that we just talked during
1: the break, <laughs> but you have to tell people because, wow. I
0: was, I was in Toronto last week, and uh, yesterday I was just running around, and I had lost my, my uh, charger cable for my, my phone and my iPad the night before, uh, and I'd just gotten a new one, and so... I'm taking that new train they've got from downtown Toronto, you know, the express to the airport and I'm on that train and it's just glorious. I'm just like loving it. Beautiful seats. They got plugs everywhere. And so I plug in my iPad to one of these outlets. I'm just thinking, this is great. Now my iPad will be, you know, has some charge that I can use on the plane because I got all my movies and my books on there. Anyway, we get to the airport. I get off the train, go through security, get to the gates and, uh, you know, pretty well boarding at this time. And then suddenly I realize, where's my iPad? You left it charging. I left it charging on the train. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, no. So anyway, I was so fortunate. I phone the Up Express people. That's the name of the train. And they find it. And they're like, okay, we've got it, Mr. Agarbo. You know, we'll make sure that we, we get it back to you, you know, ship it to you. Anyway, so I'm, I'm on the plane, but I've got my iPhone with me. And because I haven't got my charging cable anymore because it's with the iPad, I've only got 10% left on it. And so I'm like, okay, well, I can't use my iPhone on the plane you know, for playing games or, or reading. I'm just thinking, okay, thank God there's an in-flight entertainment system. Anyway, we get seated. We take off. In-flight entertainment system, dead <laughs> on the whole plane. And I'm like, no. Now what are you going to do? I'm <laughs> just like, I am dying. So I'm like, I try to sleep and I'm just like, come on, sleep, sleep. Just make this plane ride over. And I can't sleep for more than an hour. Then I'm thinking, well, I've got my MacBook with me. But, you know, I open it up and it's got like 5% left. And I'm just like, oh my God, you know, why are the tech gods angry at me today? (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, the guy sitting beside me, he's got his laptop open. So at the same time, we're like plugging our our laptops in because they've got the plug chargers right in the seats in front of us. Boof, dead. They you blew the. I don't know what we did. They worked for 10 seconds and then I, we blew out, blew out the, the chargers.
1: So essentially now you're disconnected.
0: I'm disconnected. So then I have to read the in flight magazine <laughs> five times over, which is not fun. It's not very entertaining. Yeah, that was the longest plane ride of my life.
1: It just shows you how dependent you get on technology. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. You can't even like, have thoughts with yourself anymore <laughs> because <laughs> it, it's very
0: uncomfortable. I know. I'm thinking crazy thoughts. <laughs> thinking things. I don't want to have to think those thoughts. If only I had my devices there to take those, those thoughts away. Well, speaking of devices, I noticed there's something
1: on your wrist now.
0: I know I have an Apple Watch. The day,
1: the day has come that you finally got an Apple Watch. Yes.
0: And so I, I so, just got it yesterday. I'm still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. Because I've tried out, you know, you gave me the Motorola Moto 360, which is the
1: Android watch, which now is um, you can actually use it on iPhones. Yes. So so I I thought that this would be a good uh, introduction for you to to try smart watches, but you never got into that one.
0: Well, that ended up being the my my clock and my nightstand. Well,
1: well, that was my clock on my nightstand nightstand. before I gave it to you. Because I
0: tried it and, you know, I can do most of these things on my phone. Like, why do I have to look at my watch? So anyway, I'm trying the Apple Watch now. I have to say it is more elegant. The interface I find a little more intuitive. There's, you know, more to do on it. Uh, It does have the fitness tracker, heart rate monitor. That that intrigues me. So I actually can set goals of how many calories I want to burn a day, how much exercise I'm getting, how long I'm standing. So that's kind of fun to track that. There's no question. So my thing now is to use this for a while to see, am I going to use this to see notifications or make phone calls, that that kind of thing.
1: Well, yeah, because there's so many apps now that they're making for the Apple Watch. Yeah. But the, the big question, and this is like the big overall question, do you need it? Because we all need a smartphone. Yes. But do, do you need, need a watch? Because right now, the way that the watch is, it's just an extension of your phone. Anything yes. that you get, any kind of notification that comes on your phone, it's just coming on your wrist now. Yeah. But are you going to use this as like a productivity device? Is it going to – outside of the, the uh, fitness aspects, which I know I'm wearing – I don't wear a smartwatch, but I have a – I guess it's like a fitness band.
0: Yeah. Is that a meal?
1: It's a Mio, yeah, yeah. It's called the Mio. Alpha. It's actually a company based out in Vancouver. But it does one thing, and it does it really well. And it tracks fitness. It tracks your heart rate. It tracks calories burned. But it doesn't give me push notifications of emails or, or text messages because I don't really need that. That I can get on my phone.
0: So I am interested. I I totally get the fitness tracking aspect. Uh, so over the next couple of weeks here, I'm going to be trying to see if I'm going to use other aspects of it, other apps.
1: Well, the one thing you got to get—it's a behavioral shift. You have to remember to charge this thing every night. Yes. Because you used to laugh at me because I come into the radio yeah, show. and Your you're watch like, was dead all the time. It was always dead because I I wasn't in the habit of charging and, you know, after hearing your story about charging your tablet, your MacBook, and your iPhone, <laughs> I think that this is going to be a big issue in your life, Mike. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Thank God I had this thing on the plane with me. I mean, you can't really do anything when your phone is dead. Well, you can do a few things. So anyway, I I got to spend some quality time with the Apple Watch learning how to do some of the little screws. Because that was the only device.
1: I know. I was like a madman.
0: Like, the guys (laughs) sitting beside me are like, why is that guy really into his watch? (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) It was horrendous. Like, oh, my God. I hope that never happens to me again.
1: Well, I think you learned your lesson. I think you'll be checking. I'm an idiot. I'm addicted to these devices. And, um, you always lose your charging cables, too. Yes. I don't know how many cables I've given you over the
0: years. I know. Thank and God. you keep asking me for more. I know. I go by your desk because you always get all the stuff in for the show. Yeah. Got any lighting cables? <laughs> <That's>... and, <laughs> I think you hide them now. Oh, I do. I have yeah. a.
1: I have a locked, like, you know, basically I, I lock all the nice, cool gadgets that I know you like yeah. because we have to feature them Are on you the show. Are you away for any days next week? <laughs> <laughs> I won't give you my combo. Oh, I'm going to find that one day.
0: We're going to open up the phone lines here. are going to take your tech qual- tech calls and questions, 604-280-9898. Scott and John, hang on the line. We'll take your calls right after this. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here. We're going to go to the phone line, 604-280-9898, taking your tech calls and questions. We're going to hit John. How are you doing, John? Good. How are you doing, Mike and Andy? Good. What can we do for you? Yeah, I just had a uh, question about um, portal about. Battery packs for wireless devices. You actually read my mind, and I was wondering what which ones you recommend. Yeah, what uh, type of devices you're looking to power, like a smartphone or a tablet? Uh, specifically, a smartphone. I have an
2: iPhone five C.
0: Okay, cool. And your thoughts? I mean, we get a lot of these things in for the show.
1: Yeah, and I always give them to you, and you seem to lose them. <laughs> <laughs> But I happen to be at... They're glorious for two days, and then I don't know where they go. I I, I don't know how many battery packs I've given you over the years, <laughs> but they come in all different shapes and sizes. One of my favorites is actually a company called Logics, yep. and you can get these at London Drugs. And the thing about these battery packs is you have to understand how much do you really need? Like, do you just need one charge? Like, you want to double the battery life of your phone? Yeah. Because you can get them, and they're nice and small. You can put them in your pocket. Yeah. If you get into the larger ones, where basically they go milliamp hours, right? So if you look at something that's maybe 8,000 milliamp hours, that's going to be able to charge your phone about three times. And but, those are awesome. And and they're awesome. And there's some that have two USB ports on it. So you could charge both your tablet and your smartphone. Yeah. But again, now they're getting them bigger in size because...
0: Yeah. But not too big, but they're definitely bigger than a single charge.
1: Yes. But the Logics one, they have one that it looks like it's about the size of a, a lipstick container. Yeah. And you can put it in your pocket and it will double the life of your battery. Another thing you got to be uh, um, concerned about is the cabling as well. Making sure you have one that has... Um, or you have the, the right cables with you. Yeah. Because and I've learned this many times, it's nice to have a battery backup, but if you don't have the cable, cable, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, yeah. So make sure that, and there are different types of... uh you know, cables out there, some that you can clip onto your backpack so that you can always have it with you. I suggest looking into those uh, just to make sure that you always have power and the right cables to charge your devices. Yeah,
0: and they're measured in milliamps. Uh, You can go down to the local London Drugs and they can explain that a little bit further, but the higher the milliamps, uh, the more charges that you'll get out of it for your devices. So if you're charging tablets as well, you want one with higher milliamps. They're going to be a little bit larger, uh, but you'll get that power when you need it.
1: Yeah, and a typical smartphone is about 2,500 milliamps, up to 3,000 milliamps. Yeah. So so that's kind of your, your base of how you know if it's going to double, give you one extra charge, or maybe one and a half or 2
0: going to jump here to the phone lines again, 604-280-9898. we got Scott on the line. How you doing, Scott? Oh,
2: very well. Oh, good. Good morning. What can oh. we do for you? Um, I was wondering if there's a trick under okay. the hood with the Mac. I have a uh, time when Safari no longer responds. Okay. And I... I'd like to try to bring it back rather than shut it, uh, close the app because I have time sensitive tabs that are running.
0: Yeah. So you, you're uh, you're saying that Safari's causing you issues?
2: Yeah, it'll come up it'll um, in the menu it'll say that Safari's not responding and there doesn't seem to be anything in the menu that than close the app.
0: That sounds suspicious. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we just had a great segment with uh, Tony Anscom from uh, AVG. Definitely would recommend that you have, uh, try out their AVG software for Mac to go through your system to make sure that there's no uh, viruses or or malware. Uh, also, on my Mac, I actually run Safari and I run Chrome as well. Uh, I have to be honest, I, I find Chrome... It works a little bit better for me. It seems to be a little faster and is less prone to crashing, again, for myself.
1: You know, I'm, I'm pretty geeky. I read, like, blogs where people, like, really super geeky guys, do, like, benchmark tests on the different browsers. Yeah. And Chrome always comes out on top as being the most efficient, fastest browser out there. Uh, Safari's pretty good. Yes. Uh, for years, Internet Explorer was just horrendous. But now they got the new, what's it called again, um, on Windows 10? Oh, I, I can't remember. the name. Same...
0: Spartan, yes.
1: They, they basically had to give it a new name because yeah. it, the reputation of Internet Explorer got so bad. But, uh, yeah, if you do have issues with Safari, you know, and, and you have a lot of tabs, you can close it and restore your tabs yes. on there. There's a, there is a feature, but sometimes you just want to uninstall it and just install in a new updated version. And that, for the most part, will take care of it. To your point about AVG, they do have, actually have an enhanced browser cleaner that will look for all the different types of... Uh, you know things that you your
0: browser can issues you can have. Yeah, you start extensions. putting these add-ons and plugins in, and yeah. that really kind of pollutes the browser sometimes. So uh, that would be a good recommendation. Try the AVG product out, yeah. and it's free. And it's free, and that's I like free. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> uh, contest
1: again. This week we're giving away the Tunicle laptop backpack. This is a perfect backpack to carry your digital devices, whether professionally or if you're a student. It can hold up to a 17 inch MacBook. You can also hold a tablet and, of course, your smartphone even has holes where you could put your headphones through so that you have your devices in your bag, but you can still listen to them on your headphones. All you got to do is go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, to enter and win the Tunico Laptop Backpack, which is also available at London Drugs if you want to check it out. They, uh, they carry that. And it's a fantastic little backpack. I actually use one myself, so oh, I can you? vouch for it.
0: Yes. I'll oh, give any extras? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, we also uh, periscope our show. And that's the live streaming video app from Twitter. You can uh, download the app for free for your Android or uh, iPhone device. Uh, or you can also check us out on your web browser as well. Our handle is at Get Connected Now. That's the at sign, Get Connected Now. And uh, if you search for that, you can see us uh, live in video. It's like, it's like being in the studio with us. It's like a dream come true. <laughs> yes. When well, we come back from the break, Christina Stoyanova with App of the Week. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here in the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy in studio here today. It's that time of the hour, App of the Week with Christina. Thanks for coming in the studio.
3: Thanks for having me, Mike.
0: So we're going to talk more about people.
3: Uh, Actually, you know what? I think we're going to change it up because we've already heard all about that from you.
0: Sure. Okay. What do we got?
3: Uh, I have a new app. Well, it's not that new. It's been out since 2014, but it's called Maps.me. Maps.me. Yeah, that's right. And what does it do? Uh, It actually lets you download maps so that you can access them offline when you're traveling. So um, it gives you all of the great features of GPS, routing, and things like that, but you don't have to be connected to a network to get them.
0: That is a great idea because I have been traveling before, and uh, for example, over in the U.K., and uh, really needed the GPS app, but I hadn't got a SIM card yet for my phone, And so I was just kind of lost. I had to do it the old-fashioned way. I had to go to gas stations and ask for directions, which doesn't work well anymore.
3: No, it doesn't. And it's definitely a challenge when you're traveling. And especially if there's a language barrier, it can be really difficult to get around. And so this will alleviate that frustration for a lot of travelers, I think.
0: I love it. So how does it work? Do you just pick a certain region you're going to?
3: Yeah. So you can download a map. Uh, It gives you the regions and then you can drill down to the countries. So you can download a country map and then uh, go from there.
0: Very cool. And what uh, devices is it uh, available for?
3: It's available on Android and iOS. Uh, Keep in mind that you are downloading something. So it is going to take up some space on your phone. So as you download them and use them, you might want to delete them when you're done so that they're not taking up that precious room
0: love it and uh what's the cost on this one it's free free yep how do they make
3: money I have no idea <laughs> I was wondering that myself
0: they're probably routing you to all the Burger Kings along along the road must be love Burger King so last week uh you uh, got your new phone your 6s and you've been using it for a week now so whats I have. The, what's the verdict
3: I'm really enjoying it yeah I'm starting to get used to 3d touch it's a bit uh a bit of a learning curve on that.
0: So that's uh, the new feature on the, the touchscreen where, depending on how hard you press, different menus come up.
3: Yeah, that's right. So it works great for the Apple apps, but um, the other third-party apps are are going to have to play a little catch-up. So they're not they're quite not set up yet, yet but uh, hopefully soon.
0: Are you using that uh, live photo feature?
3: You know what? I tried it. It's trickier than it looks. Really? So I need time to actually learn how to use that thing. I tried to take pic- take a picture of our office dog Charlie. Yeah. And you know what? It just didn't work out so well for me. So
0: it's an interesting feature. What happens is when you take the photo, somehow it takes uh, video for a second and a half before the photo was taken, and a second and a half after. And so you still get the full, you know, still photo, but then you also get this little three-second video.
3: Yeah, it's almost like a GIF.
0: Yeah. So I guess that can work sometimes, but you know what I find, uh, you know, a lot of times when you're taking a photo of someone, they're just kind of being really still because, you know, they're, they know they're going to get a photo taken of them. Yes, so that video right. is not that exciting, but I can see how for like maybe animals and kids taking pictures of them might be a little yes, funner. Yes.
3: Well, lucky we have the laziest dogs in the world in our office. So, so Charlie work. did not move. Yeah.
0: French bulldogs. They don't do much. Yes. And so it was, th- that experiment was a failure.
3: It was a failure. I'm going to have to find a more active animal to take photos of
0: so you went from a uh, a five ass um which has got the smaller screen to the the six which is the screen is quite a bit bigger how was how that getting used to uh
3: you know what i'm liking it i didn't i wasn't sure about it because um obviously getting your finger over to the other corner to navigate is difficult if you have smaller hands yeah as ladies do um so yeah i thought it was going to be a bit rough but actually it's been okay
0: I just got the new 6S Plus. Yeah. The big, big one. So I'm going to try that out for a week or two and see how that works out. Because I've got the 6 right now, but the 6S Plus is the giant screen. I think it's five and a half inches, but it's big. It fits in my pocket, but I'm just wondering, like, will I be able to, like, you know, one-handed use?
3: Yeah. The one the one thing I always find with the really large ones is I feel sort of silly holding them up to my ear to talk. It just feels wildly <laughs> like ridiculous. Feels like I'm holding up a book, but you know, exactly.
0: You, you might not remember because you're very, very young. Um, back in my day, this is how big phones were, but a lot thicker. They were like little bricks. Yes. So I'm, it's like old school. Which is, it is know, like old, kind of retro cool. But, but it's like,
3: interesting because for so many years we were constantly trying to get smaller phones, yeah. and now they're getting larger again. It's sort of ironic if you think about it.
0: Do you think you could use a big one like? a 6s plus
3: i think i'd enjoy it just for the keyboard landscape and
0: and watching stuff on it yeah
3: and watching things on it but realistically i just think i'd get frustrated i live in vancouver i walk around with an umbrella a lot i need to be able to navigate through my phone with one hand while i'm holding an umbrella in the other
0: well you'd probably be good at that well thanks for joining us uh that app again Maps.me. Maps.me. I want to thank everyone that helps put the show together. Andy Brar, my co-host and producer. Christina Stoynova, who helps us with the apps and the rest of the Get Connected team. This is Mike, Andy, and Christina logging off. We'll see you again next week.